0: Thank you. It. We're going to go ahead and get started on this another edition of Kingly Conversations, an actual special Sunday edition. Um, for those that do celebrate, Happy uh, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, whatever you celebrate it as. But we're going to go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Of course, with me as always are two very good friends of mine. That is Alfonso Twine and Calvin D. Militant Hill.
1: Yep. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning. And Happy uh, Resurrection, Day, Brother.
1: All the Easter stuff.
0: yeah so uh you know this this uh uh, first of all we want to apologize i want to apologize for not dropping an episode on saturday as we normally do i was uh traveling actually was out of town a week longer than i thought i was gonna be so we didn't have an opportunity to record as we normally would have and um so i just wanted to apologize for that but again guys we we appreciate um Everybody that is listening and providing feedback, giving us topics for suggestion. We appreciate all of that. We also appreciate those that are, are sharing, those that are uh, subscribing on the various platforms. And as well, those that are, are liking and, and just, put, and again, giving us feedback so we can continue to make this better and better uh, for you. So um, since Calvin came up with it. Yeah. This week's topic, we're going to have him start it off and just tell us what we're going to be, what we're really going to be delving into. I think it's going to be a topic that is certainly relevant, um, in the not even just the days and times which, which we live in today, but I mean, it's really been relevant since about 1619. So,
2: 1619.
0: So, we're going to go ahead and really get into that and talk about, um, <clears throat> well, what are we talking about?
2: Uh, well, today I wanted to talk about uh, black men in American society today. And after a year of all the chaos in America, Corona, um eight minutes forty-eight seconds, eight minutes forty George Floyd and yeah, yeah. trials kinda going yeah, on. Now. Yeah. And and you're right, and the trial's going on right now. With all of that, how do you feel or what's your mindset as a black man in America? Now keep in mind, ladies, we love you. <laughs> with with the, the Me Too movement And the women empowerment movement And everything going on I am not against it I love it I'm all for it But at the same time Right now Our black men Have been under attack Mentally What, 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 what is your perspective of that? How do you feel Right now? All things considered Because right now I know Alan, uh, I wish we would have recorded the conversation earlier. He made a point that when you're in a war zone and you're constantly under attack and you hear different things, uh, uh see different gunfire, things Yeah, you it. see different things, when you see it on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. it becomes your new norm. It does. And as black men, we have been consistently shown a negative image and a sense of being attacked yep now whether everybody perceives that and understands that from a black person that's why we're talking about it today from a black man that's how I feel
0: oh for those and, that didn't know all three of us are
2: yeah prior are are, are black and and have <laughs> have been in the war zone so what some of you have experienced the trauma of corona and being restricted is Similar to a war zone <laughs> It's just you don't get the gunshots You don't get the bombs You don't get the, the immediate death But you have seen it And you have been shown it on TV For the last year So it's not just you We're all going through it But right now we're focusing on black men Black men, how do you feel? Go ahead, I Well, I,
0: I think uh, truly because we are all three of us black men, I don't, I, I can't speak to it from another perspective. I'm sure everybody would have their own perspective on trauma. Um, whether, whether it's women, uh, people in the LGBTQIA community, uh, transgender community, all of those folks are going to have their own perspective. I can only speak to it from my perspective and everybody here really can only speak to it from their own perspective. And uh, to me, I don't. So for those that don't know, I've never lived anywhere other than the South. What, we, what most people would consider the South. Uh, most of my life has been divided between Virginia and North Carolina, right? And um, credit to my parents, you know, because, and, and in some respect, because maybe um, because of uh, education or because of just um, socioeconomic conditions, uh, there wasn't, in you know, initially, especially since it wasn't documented on the news or anything like that, there really wasn't a lot of, Trauma that I needed that I got to experience as a child from society, because my parents taught me about society, and they tried to do their best to keep me from having um, negative interactions. I'll say with society, yeah. um, so I didn't even experience uh, the first person clutching their purse tighter because I was there till I was probably in my twenties, right? Mm. But, uh, but I was able, but because of my upbringing, because of the teachings, because. They because I was taught that you know I was these different things you know how to you know how to uh, that I needed to be better than everybody else in order to have the same opportunity. Um, I was able to recognize when uh, these things were happening. So I say that only to say that you don't have to have it happen to you to be able to empathize and sympathize with the people that are having it happen to them on a daily basis all the time um, because it shouldn't be happening at all. So one time to me is too many. So um, for me, as far as society today, uh, my, my challenge is always, you know, I'm one of those people that's like society is, is doing exactly what they designed <laughs> it to do, is do. doing exactly what they designed it to do, which was keep those that didn't have power out of power, whether that was, you know, because in the beginning, if you were not uh, a landowner, you had no power. hmm. You had no voice. You had no say, Mm -hmm. Uh, which, of course, kept anybody who essentially wasn't a slave owner from having power, uh, because those were the major power players at the time. I mean, we know Thomas Jefferson had more than 200 slaves. And while they could have done something about it far sooner, no one's going to going to going to spite themselves just to make lasting change. I mean, if that was the case, we know that there would be term limits on on the Senate, Mm. but there isn't. So because nobody's going to going to legislate themselves out of a job and out of money. I mean, let's be real. I mean, self-interest is a big uh, a factor to play in this. So I don't know that society is functioning any different than it was designed to function. Um, and as far as the last few years um, and here's been my thing, like the last few years, the only thing to me that has happened is now the world knows this is happening within with inside the black community. We know these things have always been happening, right? We know there've always been, whether it was public or private lynchings or killings, it's always been happening. It's always been a, a level of you are less than the person next to you simply because, and unfortunately for black people, we're easily identifiable because we just have a different shade of skin, right? It used to be that, That the Irish were discriminated against And the Italians were discriminated against But then over time All those people were assimilated So to speak into white When when they first came to the United States They were not considered white But black people don't have that luxury Okay
2: Now I, I heard you make a statement about Black people being Or feeling less than Now in a relationship Do you feel less than As a black man Fonzo
1: Uh, To answer your question, no. I I don't feel less than. It actually is something that helps motivate me because I know and understand what I was taught coming up in youth, whether it was direct or indirect, on what black men in relationships were, uh, how it was portrayed to be. So I... In my growth, I can't say that it was like an instant thing for me because I had to learn and get to this point, but learning that I am not what they are saying about black men. Yeah. So that alone, I'm I'm very, I guess I'm competitive in nature, so you're not going to tell me what I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I strive to be opposite of everything that I've seen in social media, mm. any kind of TV media, or any kind of conversation on what I've seen growing up as now, a what person did, what, in relationships. Like uh, what
2: images were you shown as a child as black men? Can you remember? I Just can. Take, can you remember what kind of images were portrayed for black men to be as an adult?
1: Um. Real quick. I'll say this and then uh, pass it to Alan. But I think men were supposed to be, like, in control of most, like, everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it was an older mindset to where a man's place and a woman's place, uh, like, I don't, again, I'm just showing. Because I have to be mindful of what I say. But I'm just, I'm just sharing uh, like history as far as what I, I was, I was shown like the woman stayed in the house and cooked clean and took care of the kids. And the man basically took care of everything else. Mm -hmm. Like the money coming in, making sure the roof was over the head of the stern one. And the mother was supposed to be uh, the more um, emotional support supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's what it was for me. And, and also, whatever the man did was good. It was, you know what I'm saying, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, you just had to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that for me was something I learned that is, is not always the the best thing or best solution. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as in, in relationships, I mean, I had two examples. Um One would have been my my dad and one would have been my grandfather. And they did things uh, very differently in terms of, you know, the quiet strength, so to speak. um, Mm -hmm. That would certainly have been um, something I learned from my grandfather. I mean, I I I never forget, you know, even as he was, you know, in his declining years, one of the things that was always amazing to me um, is that no matter what was going on, no matter what happened to him, he never complained about it. Never complained about it, not one time. Even though he was in a wheelchair, even though, now he didn't complain to anyone else, I can't say that he didn't think any th- any thoughts that might have been seen as complaining. But he didn't complain outwardly, not one time that we are aware of. Um, even and even when you know um, things may have happened in his marriage that he didn't necessarily uh, like or want to happen, he never he never complained about that either. Uh, so uh, that just in some respects taught me that, you know, if, if you're going to, there's no reason to, whatever you're going to deal with, if you're going to stay in the relationship or you're going to stay in relationships with people in general, that don't complain about what you allow, right? Because it is going to, at at, at some point I'm going to disappoint people. Everybody we know is going to disappoint somebody at some point, even no matter how good we want to do, no matter how much we try to do. And that's not necessarily um, a thing that's necessarily embedded within our our, our our race or structure that you know as far as the home because both of my parents worked both of my grandparents worked um on both sides, so therefore now there were reasons um mostly for my dad's side but my my uh, maternal grandmother was a teacher and my grandfather was an assistant postman well he was worked for the post office and eventually became assistant postmaster so they both worked and then when um my mother's mother my, my maternal grandmother passed and, and my grandfather remarried uh, she was a nurse so they both sides always worked it was never a situation where it was going to be oh you go raise the kids i'll take care of the money it was always um as a, as a pastor of uh, god and light said it's always 100 and 100 in the relationship and that we were both bringing co- our completeness to that relationship so that we could be better a better whole um a better whole relationship. So I, you know, my, my, my mindset has always been what I saw, Mm -hmm. which was whatever your relationship is, you do what you got to do. Right. And that's because that's what was modeled, you know, because like I said, both of my, all of my grandparents always worked one. So whatever you did in your relationship that worked for you, right. Is what you do black, white, or indifferent. So, um, so there was never a, a mindset of, you know, kind of a, we do this this way because this is how we came. And I think some of that, I'm, I'm sure that some of it stems from going through the slave trade, because if you look at um, history and some of the tribes in all of our native countries, women had a very large role in a lot of these tribes. And some tribes, the women were the chiefs. So, you know, it's just it's one of these American ideals, which then, of course, means it's slave masters ideal that we, that we live that way. A, I like history For anybody <laughs> <I> <laughs> doesn't know that I like
1: now, history now, now as No now, as no, 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 of, no 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 Go ahead Now you Yeah yeah, yeah. Express to us What <laughs> just, You just asked us a question you, I sir. want Now, now okay. you share what Answer your own question Yeah
2: Mr. Calvin So King. so the question was As a black person As a black man
1: What you saw In a relationship
2: up, what, Oh what I saw that What that I, I saw Okay now what man. I saw Because I grew up In a different household Remember, remember Yes my, my, we are aware Right so what I saw as a black man it was one you have to be twice as good to be in a relationship considered. Well, not in a relationship, oh, considered. And this is how it went. Yeah, to, con- to be considered because of your the way society was set up that economically you weren't going to have as much as the next. Yep. So for some women that's an attraction or a turnoff
1: yeah. okay
2: there are a lot of women that feel like if if he don't make this much money and he don't have this that and the third, I can't be with him okay you're foolish on you that's, that's your that's your fault <laughs> but I was taught <laughs> that as a man <laughs> and also in relationship I was taught the man is the head, the man is in charge, mm-hmm. the man is responsible mm-hmm. and the man. Will be held accountable It's Mm -hmm. not might It's not should Mm -hmm. No you will be held accountable There was no way around it Now somewhere Along the way And in our society What I have found Is That's not The way it is It is not That was the way I was shown
0: I understand That's the difference
2: Okay So not only that It was a very Aggressive And a very stern Household
0: Okay (laughs) So Nobody
2: remember. had a say, except for the head of the house. When it was all said and done, <laughs> the bishop. So, the, hey, hey, I'm. Hey,
0: y'all were in there with every, them pledge every, paddles.
2: Exactly. So everybody, everybody <laughs> had a different way of living. So when I came up, it was, okay, I would like to go stay at some such and such uh, person house. Mom, good, glad you do. Go and ask your dad. dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you know. <laughs> glad you <do. laughs>
0: now I'm not speaking for your house at all, but sometimes parents do that because
2: yeah, to keep unity. to keep, yeah, keep unity the, kids, in the house because kids are smart. And kids they are smart. Yeah, they, right. they will. They will. But that wasn't the Definitely. that wasn't the thing. Right. Oh, I know. The <laughs> thing was <laughs> head and man. That, and that particular intro, case. And that yeah, kid was that now. Way. Now, but that was the way I was raised all the way around. It didn't come, when it came to money. When it came to decisions,
1: Decisions, when it came uh, to anything. I get it.
2: Now, that philosophy flowed over into the workplace, whether people Mm want to believe this or not. Oh, yeah. That same philosophy, if you're going to go to a job, be in charge. Don't sit there and waste your time. Mm. You getting paid eight hours and the person (laughs) over in the other room getting paid eight hours. How much you worth? You can waste your time And that was the attitude And that same tone It was Okay You're gonna go work At a job. How much you gonna get paid Now there's a person Sitting right next to you At that same J-O-B Guess how much They're getting paid Now by you being A black man In America You are considered Half Off, the, off rip This is the way I was taught now, Everybody don't like this But I'm telling you It's almost still true I'm gonna say it again. It's almost still true. Now,
0: if you there have the same
2: qualifications, <laughs> I was a late on that one. If you late. have the same qualifications that somebody else has. You are more than likely going to
0: be overlooked.
2: This was what I was taught as a child. I've black. I mean,
0: in America, it's n- it's not untrue. I mean, there are people who have. Done research And right. so it is true Right So it was
2: You have to do Twice as much To prove yourself mm-hmm. Now that is a sad Truth Here in America I was talking but the Same but thing if you're If you're For me For young black men And whoever's listening If you're not aware Of these things You'll get frustrated You will go to a Definitely. job Definitely You will work Your tail off You can almost Do the same thing The person next to you Is doing And won't get considered for the promotion.
1: Can I add something? Yeah. Don't get caught in that cycle. Where you get frustrated and then you leave and then you go to the next spot and then it's the same thing. Not understanding is is more to it than just Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well I I think that is definitely true. I mean the problem is people in general don't wanna they don't want to learn to play the game because they don't think there should be a game. But unfortunately, as as Jim Rohn said, when you get your own planet, you can set it up however you want. <laughs> but on this one, you got to take it as it comes. And um, so while I would say, yeah, there is no, that it shouldn't be that way. But I remember when I started growing my hair out, when I started growing my locks out, one of the things my mother was concerned about was whether or not I was going to... Employable. Yeah, I was going to be employable. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and of course... In my, in my current situation um, they are not allowed to discriminate based upon you know all the factors age race religion all those things but it doesn't mean that people don't have biases right i don't and i don't and, think
2: nobody will be deliberate about well it. they now, nowadays now they
0: wouldn't be deliberate and and because of the way my my job hires it's more difficult for you to discriminate because um, if there's a minority that you're interviewing, you have to have a minority on the panel. If there's a woman that you're interviewing, you have to have a woman on the panel. Mm-hmm. So they so they kind of make it so that um, if there was some implicit bias, then there's a there are other people there that can say, hey, no, no, that's, no, right. that's not that's not how it should be.
1: A safety Which is, net for them.
0: Yes, and it, and it is definitely a safety net for them. It's not really <laughs> you know it's not really for the employee. It's for the the, the job.
2: So so with you said you're growing out your locks and and being employed. at at a job, mm-hmm. Do you think as black people, your appearance and your dress has anything to do with your portrayal in America?
0: I mean, I'm sure that it does uh, even and I'll, I'll even say it from from this perspective, even before you get to, um, you know, the, the, uh, the appearance there is there is once they find out what culture you come from, they're going to make assumptions even before they see your appearance. Now, one of the benefits that I sometimes have is my name does not sound like a black person's name <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> at all. My name, my name does not sound like a black person's name you know, at uh, all. And
1: hey, that's, that's funny. No, that's funny. Alfonso but is that spelled A L F O N S O? As soon as, as oh, soon as they know that Z is or, there, yeah, as soon as they know that Z, wait a minute. But my wait mom told me
2: growing up, she said I named you all what I named you intentionally. So people couldn't tell by your name whether you were black or white, which which and that is was it was funny to hear her say that and again, but she was that's aware. so but she unfortunate was aware.
0: it's unfortunate that you even have to do that because I should be able to if I knew which I sort of do But if I knew Say what tribe That I came from On the continent of Africa I should be able To take a tribal name And not be discriminated against From anybody Because you can have A name of Circe And nobody discriminates Against you Even though that's An Irish name Mm -hmm. And for some reason They can pronounce it Even though it But then they can't Pronounce these traditional uh, African or even Traditional African American Names but you can Pronounce names That are still Not in English
1: Question Right
0: So you know So it shouldn't be that way Go ahead
1: sir I have to ask, what is a traditional black,
0: excuse me, uh, African-American name? From from what society says, um, well, you know, you got, the, I've never uh, to this day uh, met a uh, person that wasn't black that was named Darnell. <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. Have, have you met a Darnell and that was My wasn't?
2: brother's middle name is Darnell. And
0: your brother is of the African-American persuasion. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I've never met anybody who wasn't black named Darnell.
1: You got it backwards. That's all. That's what you're thinking. Oh, you're trying to think you're of one. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay yeah. Get that right. Get that
0: right. Um, so so <laughs> let's move on. But or, or or I've never seen, you know, the, the what what society would traditionally say, oh, that's a black person's name. So the Darnell, Tyrone, You but you don't necessarily see Allen spelled A-L-A-N as the same way until they hear me. And then it's quite obvious because my voice is way too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they then they kind of know, especially because mm-hmm. of the my voice and diction, because obviously on this podcast, because we get to be ourselves, nobody's on here code switching. So we don't really need to speak in a vernacular that would make us more presentable because whatever it, is our nah podcast.
1: <laughs> no,
2: nah, I mean, nah, all right. So is, that, is that a thing? What? Code switching. Code switching. hold on before before you before (laughs) explain it because everybody that listens to us don't understand what what you're saying. Because some people, some people will call you being fake and phony.
0: But you're saying I mean, essentially code switching is acting like the people you're interacting with for the purposes essentially of additional acceptance. I'ma be me. I'm going to be who I am everywhere I go, no matter what you say. Okay. Again, I decided that I was going to be me at 37. The difference was I had a degree. (laughs) Okay. I'd already started going in some directions because at a certain point, if you, one of the things that you want to try to do, especially if you're going to, whatever you do, but you want to try to become the Michael Jordan of that thing. Meaning that there is no doubt. No, you can't deny this person's ability. For an example, uh, Eric Thomas, uh, he he uh. is himself and he has made himself a success being himself. However, what people fail to realize, they fail, they fail to realize that he grinded for 20 years yes, before he, he had uh, what was considered really a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And the breakthrough came because somebody recorded one of his trainings on a YouTube and put it up on YouTube and it exploded. And now everybody is all oh, knows yeah. they're yeah, the yeah, saying, e. you want to succeed the, as bad as you want to yeah, breathe e. because they know that training. I so rock with him, yeah, ET. so. But he was able to do it as Frank Sinatra. Said, do it his way, mm-hmm. but a lot of but but he's one story, right? right? And everybody won't necessarily have that story. The benefit also that he had because he also has degrees, but he was also a pastor of a church as well. So it wasn't like it wasn't like um so, it wasn't like he didn't have other options. Okay, so so he, he had a work ethic. Yeah. Oh, he had definitely had a work ethic, and that's what that's what he says. He says he will outwork anybody else. Yeah.
1: I, I love those
2: As a black person, a black man How was your work ethic portrayed Or what were you taught about a work ethic Because we're often I've often heard Black people being called lazy Black men being called well, la- <laughs> And it's a—it's—it's it's sad And, and y'all better stop Listen to me, black people y'all better stop Talking negatively Or speaking negatively about each other Especially entrepreneurs And other things Where I don't do black but, Hey cut it out That's enough 2021 We one, gonna do better Everybody's gonna do better Fonzo Work
1: ethic For me It's always work hard I was raised In a In a field Where we had animals And we had to plant Our food Or excuse me We had to grow our food So uh, Work ethic for me Has never been the issue I've like the whole concept of, you know, black African-American males being lazy, I, I can't relate to because the men that I was raised by and raised around always was doing something. They had to do something because if not, they were not going to survive. So, um, you know, waking up early in the morning to, to pick some beans or like in our household coming up, if you did not work, you did not eat. That was the, that was the mentality. (laughs) So, you know, and, and, (laughs) and, and on the flip side of that, yep. On the flip side of that, it it was put in, it was trained to me so well that if I did not work, I couldn't eat. Psychologically, I was programmed to be like, yo, if you not out here getting and doing what you're supposed to do as a man, Sit down in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 for me, it was mind-blowing because I, I would see people doing the opposite of that, and it would make me feel a certain type of way because I was raised differently, you know? Yep. So when I was out here homeless and all these other things, I... I I didn't have the mindset that I was entitled to more because I was not doing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So worth ethic for me, if you're not working, learning, um, or doing something to progress in life, then then I would, I would suggest doing more. And um, also, <laughs> uh, in regards to worth ethic, I just lost train of thought when I said that. But, but
2: know, Well, well I, I, I wish. we One day we need to have our wives up here because I
1: I'm, <laughs> I I want to ask the
2: question but it's yes. not fair to ask us yeah. because we have our own opinion of ourselves but my question that came to mind was how does your spouse see you in your as a black man knowing what's going on in our society how does she
1: see you That's a great question. in this in this society Maybe we can get a recording or bring a man Hey we might need to, to set see. that one up.
0: We can set it up, put it on the list. Yeah, yeah let's put it on the yeah, list. Yeah, that's
2: that's a good one. Because I I want to know, how do black women f- feel about their men? Even though, I understand some may feel like, okay, I'll date anybody. I understand that, like, yada, yada, yada. But we're talking about black men in America right now. And I want to know, Calvin Hill wants to know.
1: <laughs> well, that's I, I think that is a, a loaded question because some may feel as if they don't have the men that they want
0: in like well, I mean that's it's it's always gonna be an individualized question It is yeah because um oh lord because
1: <laughs> well, i'm
2: now I'm curious he said they feel like they don't have the is it the type of man or is it the type of black man or I- explain that they don't feel like they have a what a positive
1: what? someone that they can trust to to lead whoo.
2: Okay, so in our society, you feel like black men are are portrayed as leaders uh, and that to me or a, a, no to me, a, a level of aggression I comes mean, with that leadership to me
0: so i don't I don't think that in general uh, black people or people of color in general are portrayed as leaders. I think that our society. Because I mean, let's be, let's face it. Ninety uh, percent of the traditions we think we have are actually British traditions that were transplanted to the U.S. I mean, mm. even our national anthem is a British song with American lyrics. Mm. So, um, so for, for those of y'all who didn't know that, that's exactly what it is—a British song with American lyrics.
1: <laughs> Dropping jewels, and All a lot right. of our a lot okay. of our a lot of our old <laughs> national
0: songs are that way. Um, so I, I I think that the model, and really because of and a lot of it, I, I don't want to blame the British, but they're the ones that had this—you know—the sun never sets on the British Empire thing because they had so many different, um
2: territories. You know,
0: territories across the world that they, you know, killed people to have. So, um, my thing has always been so. Th- so the mm-hmm. model was set up that, you know, white is right. I never heard that growing up. I did. I wow. certainly heard it, but but again, you know, I was around. Uh, I mean, it was certainly, it, that was, I, I heard it. Now, I didn't hear it from the standpoint that they were correct. I heard it from the standpoint of this is what society will say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and, and to know that I had to still work against that mentality. So, they, I mean, even in the job I have now, there are, and I can't say why it was. You know, they're going to say it was because of lack of experience. That's what they call it, lack of experience, right? So, the, the job I have now, um, there were people that didn't think I should have it. Now, fortunately, they weren't on the panel, <laughs> but mm-hmm. there were people that didn't think I should have it because, oh, he doesn't have enough experience, and, oh, he doesn't have this, and, oh, he doesn't have that. But I'm the number one candidate on the panel that, mm-hmm. that was interviewed. I'm the number one candidate. So mm-hmm. you can't say that I shouldn't have anything. And fortunately, those people were not uh, in a position where they could influence that panel. But if I was in the private sector, that may not be true. So gotcha. um, so when it when it came to that, I was just... My mindset has always just been, um, well, I forgot now. I lost my train of yeah. thought. Getting, I tell you,
1: just uh, real quick. Um, I guess we can uh, look at the finish line here, uh, or at the light at the end of the tunnel, however you want to say it. The culture uh, in regards of the aggression, the <clears throat> dressing and appearance, uh, relationship, like what as a black man in America today, uh, how's the culture? Our culture. You? As a whole, now this might be
2: a, a knock on me, probably, probably I, so. Yeah, because I don't get <laughs> out much. <laughs> I, I don't, ha- I don't have a lot of because, influences. Yeah, because because I'm very picky. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm cautious of who I call friends. I'm cautious of my circle, because I need positive people. I need uh, people headed in the right direction around me. Okay, and I don't spend a lot of time. With this New generation Because I I work with kids Mm. And what I've seen In in appearance And behavior And attitude I don't like it I I can't
1: It's tough out there It
2: is It's tough But it is It's it's because of a series of events That Beyond their control And I wish I could be a father to everybody But you can't so for me, I try to teach my own, and, and those that will listen, mm-hmm. I try to influence them. Right. That's that's about the best I can do. But our culture has to do better. One, black men, you have to do better amongst yourselves. You're going to have to pick each other up. You're going to have to support each other because we have been an island unto ourselves for a very long time We take our pain We take our emotions We take our experiences mm-hmm. And we hoard them to ourselves We don't share them with the younger generation And we don't share, share them Without the trauma We, we share it with a harshness we, we, we share it with a cold Attitude and a disconnection
1: mm-hmm.
2: Rather than with a Personal care and love And present it to our other young men that's my heart's desire. I would love to see us do better, as a culture of black men, in that, in that aspect. I I I have to see it. So that, that boy's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm living day to day with that. Again, I keep I keep a a
1: conscious. small yeah. A
2: con, I make a conscious effort to conscious. to make sure I I listen to certain people, certain black men. I only associate with certain black men. For, for for those of you guys that's listening y- Y'all still thugging and everything else I love you, don't get me wrong I love you I appreciate you, yeah we were boys But it's time to grow past that As a culture Because as long as we stay there We're going to keep seeing this Police brutality and blame police We're going to see the limitation of promotions And blame white men We're going to see the economic stagnation. We're going to see that delay in home ownership, building businesses, and other things we've seen for generations. And we'll continue to do, do that and see that unless we learn as men, as the leaders, mm-hmm. to come together and step up and do better. Gotcha.
1: Real quick, Alan, and then I'll let you go uh, to wrap it up. Uh, in regards of culture, mm-hmm. I, I will say this. In, today, in today's society... We have instant access. We can no longer pretend that we don't see things that are right in front of us. So as far as making the conscious effort to make a change, I would encourage all the young, old, in-between black African-American men to uh, uplift each other uh, a lot more positivity, Um, sharing your experience, like Calvin said, from a a helping standpoint, not a harsh standpoint to see each other grow and do better. Um, that's, that's all I got. Alan?
0: So when it comes to culture, I think it's, it, it depends on what, um, to me, what we're defining as culture and then what parts of the culture, because I tell people all the time, you know, when I, when I see, when I look at what's cool or what's hot in society, Isn't it? it's always what we've done. Mm. That has now been taken from us.
1: Nothing's new under, under the sun. Nothing's new,
0: but it's always been, it's like, I mean, even if you look, at, if you look at music with the exception of maybe symphonic music, all of that can be traced back to everything on the, in the Western world, essentially, maybe a couple of things can be traced back to somewhere on the continent of Africa. I mean, if you think about any I mean, any any rhythms in the Caribbean, any rhythms in Mexico, any rhythms in Brazil are all traced back at some point to slaves that brought those musical art forms over with them. So when we say the culture, what part of the culture? Yes, I agree that we should do everything we can to try to uh, uh, step in the gap before somebody enters that school to prison pipeline. Right. I believe that we should be doing those things. But at the same time, I also know that we are what everybody else wants to be like even while we get killed in the street mm. so because think about it all the cool stuff all the cool styles all the cool words we made up and then it was appropriated into 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 american culture or into european there i mean think, blues black people country music black people <laughs> rock and roll black people Rap, black people. Pop, black people. <laughs> and even, I would even say, even death metal. The, the first people that did it were actually a black rock band. Stop. I got to look
1: that up. But people don't. I got to look that up. Yeah, look that up. Fact check. Fact check it. Fact <laughs> check.
0: One of the first. I, I'm, I won't say the first in case there was some obscure band in their basement that did it. But from from looking at it, so all of these things we created and that, when I say the culture, that's the part of the culture I'm talking about. It's that it's the, 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 the culture of black people is to be extremely creative and extremely uh, transformative in everything that we try to do. Now, are there issues with sub-segments? Yes. I mean... But a lot of those issues come as a result of the pressures that society has put on us. I mean, think if you think about if you think back to uh, post slavery, we were building our own communities. We were building our own businesses. We were building our own banks. We were building our own everything. And then people came in and killed us for it. So what were they supposed to do after that?
1: Mm.
0: And if you look at if you look at prisons prior to reconstruction, there was really no prison system. Different. They might have had a local jail, but there was no prison system that was put in place because they created all these vacancy laws for those slaves that have been now released. And, the, and society at the time wouldn't give them a job. So they said, OK, if you steal something, you're going to get this many years in prison. If you do this, you're going to get this many years in prison. And it was all things that black people were having to do to survive because you released people and didn't give them anything. No, you it, rather than when, you know, because back in the day you used to build a homestead out west, right? So all you had to do was petition the government and they would give you acreages of land unless you were black. And then you wouldn't get that land. Because you weren't a person. Knowledge. So so when we say the culture, it just depends on what parts of the culture we're looking at. Like I said, I agree that there is. Uh, uh, but but I would also say that in terms of uh, American culture, at least. Um one of the things that is always stigmatized in our community is 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 guns and I think it's because so many we know so many people mm-hmm. that have died as a result of gun violence. I don't know that it's the gun violence itself but it's or because we're inside the community mm-hmm. that is that that people say that it's an issue. When we it's not it's the same as the rest of the country, it's just we are more sensitive to it because it is people that look like us.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and because we know what society has already tried to do to us. Uh, and still, I mean, essentially tries Because, I mean, people love to say that, oh, well, you know, that was back then. Um, it's like, no, no, no. My, my, my dad was in the first desegregated year for the city of Chesapeake. He graduated the year that Chesapeake desegregated. Yeah. 1972. When somebody tells you
2: that, oh, that was in the past. And, and the, how... how What would you love to say to them? (laughs) When somebody tells me it was in the past, I'm a question question
0: asker. I'm like, okay, why do you think that was in the past? And how far in the past do you think it was? Because, you know, a lot of times people think this stuff was hundreds of years ago. I'm like, no, this was my father, my dad, which means all the people that discriminated against my dad had kids. And I went to school with those people's kids. So don't act like so you know, we try to act like, oh, that was so long ago. No. I'm, I we have certainly seen, especially in the last four or five years, that the people that you thought were the people that you had friends that you were friends with in high school could care less about people oh, that look a like you of,
2: a lot of that came out. A,
0: a lot, lot of it came out. A lot of that
2: it came out in the churches, it came it out. It came out heavy. Schools, it came out and okay, people just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case y'all didn't notice, when our last president was in office, um, some of your slips showed. Some of you were deliberate about showing your negative behavior. A lot, and
1: a lot more brave.
2: It, it was, it was, it very, was certainly a lot more brave Yeah, and yeah. in
0: some respects, I, I appreciate in some respects that it happened because me it too, showed because me who you it really showed, were Yeah, it, it showed some people's true colors, and it showed me who you were the whole time. So I you were being thought, nice to me only because it was me, but then anyone else that looked like me, you treated a different way. Yeah, and I never thought it would happen in our churches, though. I did. That, that would, oh, yeah, I mean, 100%. I, I knew that yeah, was going to happen.
2: Yeah, and I understand what people say that racism started in church. Well, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't and say and that. I but understand, understand you know. the history of all that. But I personally, when you saw it, when I saw it and I experienced it, saying, yeah. it, it was somewhat of a shock for me. Well, yeah, well, this is always going to be. The it problem. was a slight, even shock. though you knew about it, though. was, it, I mean, it, yeah. it's again it the the shock of it was, I didn't know you were that aggressive about it. The I sleeping mean, the, the, giant,
1: the, yeah. Well, I sleeping say, giant. I, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but you know.
2: So so to me, that was kind of the, huh? Really, I I, 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 I didn't expect it. I thought. You were on the unity, and we all come together, train, and we all should treat...
0: And Equality. It,
2: uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 it, it, People I,
0: are I, on that until it affects their power.
2: Yeah, and and that I didn't realize that.
0: Once so, it affects their power, then they're not on that. So and, and we that, that all...
2: That's where we live at today.
1: We, that's, that's society. And,
0: and we all have, you know, biases that we've man. grown up with. I mean, because I'll tell you in, in a heartbeat, I... You know, because some people feel um, apprehensive or nervous or scared around certain types of people. I don't.
1: I will say that I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not afraid around people that I know that have shown and revealed themselves. Oh, now,
0: th- now those people, I'm just not really around. They have revealed themselves to be people that wouldn't care if somebody kneeled on my neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I mean, you know, if, if those people, I'm just like, you know what?
1: I got you.
2: Well, I, Okay.
0: You know, so well. Let's see how many <laughs> listeners we lose for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's
0: see how many people are like, I ain't listening to them no more.
1: For by. No. <laughs> thanks for stopping by.
0: Thanks for thanks no. for joining our no. TED Talk today.
2: No, no, but but really, everybody it is is. That's just the. The way our society and from our perspective, not saying this is the only perspective out there, but we just gave a a little insight of of what we see and what we think. There is nothing more, no right or wrong. We we still, I still love, try to love everybody. I'm still working on it, but Mm, yes. (laughs) Well, I'm work. I say I'm honest. I'm working on it because I know when I'm mistreated, especially for no. Other reason than you get one time with me. I'm black. I I have been there. I have been let go, fired from a job because of that, and it was proven, and they had to hire me back. So <laughs> <laughs> and pay me for every day. Oh, I want to tell that story one day, but that's a real thing, everybody. And yeah, even though it did happen. Yeah, I don't hold grudges against those people. And we I still, I still love you. I still, I still would look out for you but that didn't come on, I didn't come to that conclusion last night. Mm. It took time. Yeah. It took, it took yeah. Time. It take time. Just time like mature, it's right. going to take black people time to heal in America. But you have to stop hitting you have to stop hitting in order for us to heal.
1: Mm.
2: Can't keep opening
0: a wound and expect us to get over it. All right. That is true. That is true. And I mean, I, I, I feel like it's, um, you know, the reason, and I think sometimes people don't understand, I think they don't understand criticism. like you How know, it's supposed to work? How it's supposed to work. You, you criticize the thing, you, one, you're criticizing a thing in general because you want to see it be better. But that criticism should also come with, that that mindset. Some people are criticizing because mm-hmm. they just like to criticize. Right. You should be criticized and say this is a problem. How can we work through some of these solutions? Or give, me the solutions. give me the solution. Give me the solution. Give me the solutions And and I and I think and a lot resources. of times and the resources. I think a lot for for our community. The solution the for the for the U.S. I can't speak for like Brazil, other countries. I've only had my black experience in the United States. Well, a little bit in Mexico, but a little bit in Toronto. But um, I think that. When you're looking at these experiences, we can only speak from an American perspective. And I think a lot of the if people taught real history. Because let's be honest, uh, all of the people that started this country were very flawed individuals. But we only talk about the good parts. And as, as humans, we're all flawed individuals. And we always try to focus on the good parts, but when you, when you are able to accept that criticism and say, okay, what is it that caused this criticism? What do we need to change? Then we can begin to move forward, and nobody ever moves forward until that happens. So... You know, that's uh you know, that's where we are this week. Like I said, you know, I'm sure some of y'all are gonna be like, Well, I ain't listening to them no more after this. That's okay. I'm not gonna listen to you. these guys. And I'm just like, that's cool. We still gonna be here. <laughs> we still gonna talk about what it is that we need to talk about Do what you and love. get it out. So hey, everybody
2: be safe. We love you. Yes, definitely. Um happy resurrection day again. We'll see y'all next week, Fonzo. Yeah.
0: All right everybody, for Kingly Conversations.